Welcome to Con Café for the fifth day of April, year of our Lord, 2023. We're looking at Exodus chapter 12, verses 1 through 14, in the New International Version of the Bible. And the devotional is called Lamb on the Lamb. If you're seeing this, it'll be right here on the screen. If you're just listening, Lamb on the Lamb, L-A-M-B, the little animal, on the Lamb. L-A-M. And this is a crucial passage, and I pray it bring a blessing to you. Let's, let's pray first. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray you bless us in whatever our needs are. Thank you for this reader, listener, uh, viewer, and I pray the needs of her or him be met in you tonight or today or this afternoon or this morning, whatever time this is being listened to or read. Be glorified in us. May we seek to serve you. May we seek your favor in all things. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Verse 1, Exodus 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor, having taken into account the number of people there are. You're to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month, when all the members of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or boiled in water, but roast it over a fire with the head, legs, and internal organs. Do not leave any of it till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it, with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. On that same night I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, meals are special. Some meals are sacred, even outside the church. All meals, this is what I believe, all meals where God is invited are blessed occasions for fellowship, feasting, and focusing on his actions, God's actions, and blessings for those gathered. I shared about two 
of many sacred meals that God has provided for me. In my heart, these have become feasts because God was involved and God blessed me in wonderful ways. If I'm repeating them, you're learning them. <laughs> but the first one was when I was about 13 and a recent arrival to Houston and our usual Friday routine that we had come to learn in that short time of having lived in Houston had been interrupted by a thing unbeknownst to me called overtime. My dad had to work late that day and our usual trip to Kroger's to buy our groceries for the week was delayed. And like old Mother Hubbard, our cupboards were bare. We lived in a fourplex apartment building and only two families lived in it at this particular time. We lived upstairs and we had a downstairs neighbor and she knew something was wrong and she came up to offer us a can of SpaghettiOs. <laughs> to feed four kids and herself, the can was emptied into the pan and my mom added about three cans of water into that can of SpaghettiO and that made our feast. Years later, my scholarship check, on which I depended monthly to buy groceries and the like, had been mistakenly mailed to Hawaii, and the person that received the check cashed it, signed his own name to it, and went about his business enjoying my scholarship money. This was a check from the scholarship fund of the United Methodist Church called the Crusade Scholarship. I called the woman in charge of the program. She said, get this, she said, I'm flying to Hawaii to recover that money. I wanted to say, fly me to Hawaii. I'll, I'll make sure that I get that money. <laughs> but she said, we're sending a replacement check. You'll have your, your money in a couple of days. Well, <clears throat> meanwhile, I had no money and no food in my cupboard in my dorm. I went to class as I'm walking home, thinking, well, I'll learn how to fast this day. But a classmate walked right up to me and asked if I would join him for lunch. I don't have much, he said. I have two eggs, two slices of whole wheat bread, and some chunky peanut butter. Another feast, and I was blessed yet again. Now, the passage we just read is about the original Passover. This is Eyewitness News edition. God declares that the time as this was happening would be the first month of the first year for the entire community of Israel. And on the 10th day of that month, they were to celebrate the great action of God who was about to get them out of slavery and on the road to becoming the nation God intended for them all along. They were to use the perfect specimen of a sacrificial animal, preferably a lamb, could have been a goat, and sacrifice it in the twilight of the day. And using its blood, they were to mark the sides and tops of the door frames of the house where the lamb was to be eaten. And God described the meal and what was consumed uh, or what was to happen during and after the meal. The meat was to be well done, roasted, not boiled, everything cooked over fire. 
It was to be consumed at that sitting. Any leftovers must in the morning be burned. The meal was to be eaten in haste, with everyone wearing their sandals on, their cloaks tucked in, and traveling staff in hand. As they would eat, God said, I'm going to pass over the houses of the unmarked houses and destroy the firstborn of those houses. The event was not to be forgotten. God said it was to be celebrated every year as a festival to the Lord. And guess what? To this day, it is still celebrated. Even some Christian churches have adopted celebrating a Seder meal uh, in celebration of that occasion. Most Christians will on Thursday have what we call the Monday Thursday or Lord's Supper, where again it's reenacted in terms of what God did on our behalf. But friends, I believe every meal should be received with gratitude to God. It's God who provides us with that which blesses us, and especially those which bless our loved ones. Those are occasions for celebration. It was this meal that set forth set forth the birth of the new nation of Israel in their soon-to-be promised land, or on the journey there to the promised land, and set in motion that which brought about the entire history of God and God's people that led God to send Jesus. It was this event that Jesus celebrated with his disciples that Thursday night. And he made what we call the Last Supper, now called Holy Communion, by Jesus saying, this is my body, this is my blood. And as we celebrate that, we thank God for all God has done for us. Now, friends, we learn that God is present at every table, especially those where we invite him to be. His presence is more important than the food, as we learn through fasting during Lent and giving God thanks for all that is on the table and, more importantly, what is in our hearts. The next meal we have, let us truly invite God to give him thanks and to give him our love. Let's pray. Awesome God, for all you have done, we thank you. For all meals we have eaten, we also thank you. We pray that we might do something to help those who have nothing to eat and praise you for all, including your will be done in our lives. You truly give us our daily bread, and may we be a part of your will on earth as it is in heaven. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray a rich and wonderful blessing on you. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Bless someone with food today of any kind. May it remind people of God and God's love for them. I thank God for you, and I thank God for your love, and I love you, and I pray you receive my blessings of love and joy, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.